Hi there, this is Amanda and you are listening to The Vining Perspective. Today is a daily drop. Dailies are typically between 5 and 10 minutes and are focused around thought leadership, inclusive to RevOp, sales, senior leadership, and business development. Thanks for tuning in. Hi everyone, Amanda here. Happy Monday. It is bright and early Monday morning, but I'm happy to be up early working and recording this podcast because I had a great long weekend with my family, just relaxing and swimming, and it was just the mind clear I needed before getting back into another work week. So I hope many of you had a moment to just kind of power down as well in all this chaos that we're all living through. But I'm going to get right into the topic today because it's a very, very meaty one and one that I think is probably growing more and more important because we are still trying to not only work, but lead in a virtual world. And how are you as a leader able to do that in your best, most effective way? I know that many are looking around their teams and saying, wow, I've gotten so much out of this person, they've done more than they ever have. They've been more effective than they've ever had. I'm more impressed with them than I've ever been. And then they have other people in their team that are kind of crumbling and acknowledging, you know, they're crumbling because the chaos in the world is just too much for many empathetic people to bear right now. And it's not to judge them, but they are potentially not maybe living up to your expectation as their leader. And you're trying to now figure out how do you construct a message for them that is not harsh, right? Now, perhaps it's direct, but it's meaningful. It allows you to elicit a response that is positive and constructive, and it will really spike and create meaningful work, but it's hard to figure out how to do that. So that's what I'm cracking open today, is how are you going to be able to deliver constructive feedback to people on your team or people in your business or people that you are leading and do it in a way that is most meaningful? So this is a question I've gotten asked quite a few times now is to try to tackle this topic. And I know that it's a big one and it's one a lot of people think about. So I hope that I'll leave you with information today that you will be able to apply directly into how you interact with people that are on your team or people that you manage or people that you potentially just work with in a group environment or just in how you would elicit certain conversations that are difficult with people within your organization. So the first thing I always want to think about before I sit down with and have a conversation, so there's almost pre-work to this. So if you're going to be writing these down, then I'm going to talk, take you through a few steps here. So almost like pre-work of this is the self-awareness piece, right? So before I do anything that is harsh or tough or negative or could potentially elicit an emotional response from someone, I take an introspective look in and I say, what is my intention in this meeting? And what is the intention of bringing this hard, direct, could be tough feedback to this individual? And the reason that I do that is because that allows me to figure out what the positive response that I'm intending to elicit is from that individual so that I give them a meaningful expectation at the end of this conversation or the beginning of this conversation. But either way, we have a common goal towards working to, okay? So I'm going to walk you guys through that again. What is the reason that I am sitting down to deliver this constructive message and why is it today, right? So why is it right now and what is my intent? Attention. And the reason why I'm going to say this out loud to you all is because many leaders don't answer that first. And then they come at you and it's almost like you're then trying to solve for them. Well, that's not going to work for anyone. Unfortunately, there are also people that are in leadership or management roles that 
are really not uh, ready for it, or they haven't really given themselves enough self-discovery, or potentially even are just poor leaders, and they might be wanting to vent, or they might be wanting to um, potentially you know, push their stress around the team, or they might be in a situation where they're even taking out their stress on their people that work for them. And obviously those are all, you know, horrible environments that we don't want to be in, but we're also humans and we're also people and we're also stressed out and we're also in a pandemic and we're also, you know, going through many um, political movements and it's just you know, not earning our same incomes. And there's so much stress that you as a leader may be doing it and not even realize it. You might be about to take some stress out on someone on your team or your assistant um, team leader or your, you know, whatever role it may be and not even realize it. So I always say first is you take your introspective look in, what is my intention? Why today? What am I trying to achieve? And then making sure that that what am I trying to achieve? If what I'm trying to achieve is better communication between two people on my team so that we can really leverage that in a positive, constructive way so that we can see better business transformation and growth. Well, then that's why I'm having the conversation. That's going to make me feel a lot more comfortable going into it. And that's going to make them all know that we're working for one united goal and why there's urgency or why there's immediacy or why there's a reason to talk about it in that moment. Okay. So step one in your pre-work is thinking about the why in the outcome you're trying to achieve. The second part of that is that I want you to think about how does this individual receive criticism? How do they deal with conflict? How do they interact with one another on their you know own respective team? How are they as a human? And really try to put yourself in their shoes. So if you were them receiving this information, how would you take it? And thinking about that in terms of their personality. Remember, the intention behind what you're doing in, in your pre-work, pre-meeting is that you're trying to empower this individual to have a positive, constructive response so that you can be more unified in a shared goal. And if that's not your intention, then I would question why you're doing that today. Okay. At the beginning, so now you're in the meeting. So those are your elements of pre-work. Now you're in this meeting and it can be super awkward and you're the leader and you're trying to figure out how am I going to deliver this constructive criticism? Maybe this individual made a mistake or there's a challenge. The first piece of when you're going to sit down is I always ask this, does the person that you are sitting down with have self-awareness? Very few people are not self-aware. They, they exist, and I almost think that these meetings are completely pointless if you fall into the category of zero self-awareness, trying to have a constructive, meaningful, positive outcome-oriented, hard conversation is very, very difficult, okay? So if they lack complete self-awareness and they fall into that you know small category of people, this may be a pointless exercise anyway, so they might not be the right person to be doing this with, right? But most of the time, people have a ton of self-awareness, right? Most of the time, people are going to know exactly why you called them in that room. People are going to know exactly why you scheduled that Zoom meeting. People are self-aware. So typically, instead of just coming up with like the shit sandwich that others have constructed you to do potentially in other leadership courses of, oh, this is how you do it. Instead, the way I've always approached it is setting an expectation right from the beginning of 
this is not the type of conversation that I want to have or enjoy having. But the reason why I think it's so important is because right now is a hard time for everyone. And everyone looks at you as this incredible, prolific leader on our team. And they look up to you and they're inspired by you. And if they see you breaking in this moment, then it only gives more of that to them. And maybe selfishly, I need you. I need you to be this incredible asset that you've always been for me and for our organization. And some of the things that have been going on have really been challenging that. And I hope that we can have this candid conversation today so that you and I can work a whole heck of a lot better at the end of it to make sure that we have a meaningful, positive, constructive uh, plan ahead as to how we're going to do this better. Right. So that was me just giving kind of like an example of what it might sound like in an opening of a conversation to my team. But what I want you to take from that is that you're basically setting a tone, which is this is going to be a hard conversation, or this isn't the type of conversation I want to have, or I want you to, you know, realize what we're going into so that if they aren't aware, they didn't know, they know right then. And then being able to, again, tie it back to that positive outcome. So you thought about before your meeting, what are you trying to achieve? Use that to almost like set it like an agenda. This is why I'm doing this. This is why I'm doing this today. And remind them what they're so freaking great at, because why are they on your team if they're not great? You know, there's greatness in everybody. There's positive in everyone. I can find something positive in anyone. I hope you can too. Think about it like that. You know, what is that that point? Because if it's already too far gone, and you don't see this person as part of your future, and you don't see this person as part of your team, and it's only a negative conversation, then your intention should be ending it and having them be removed from from there. Because there's no point in doing this unless you see meaningful uh, ability to change in that individual, right? Or those around you do. So going into it with a hard combo. Now, I say self-awareness because typically what I would turn that into is, so what do you think we're here to talk about? <laughs> I know that you're an extremely self-aware individual. What do, what do you think are some of the things in your performance recently that could be using some work or that I might be wanting to talk to you about? And what you find nine times out of 10 is that an individual will know exactly it. They're so self-aware that they haven't been happy with their own work lately and they will tell you right then. And if they don't, it's okay to then flip it and say, well, I can appreciate that. And a couple of the things that I've been noticing are X, Y, and Z, but being able to then really give it to them. But that's hopefully a decent framework for you. So you start with your pre-work, you start with the reason for the meeting, you let them know it's going to be a hard conversation, and then you can flip it back and say, what are some things that you haven't been happy with in your performance as of late? What are some of the challenges? I know it's been a challenging world around all of us. What are some of the things that you think you could be working on to be more of your best, most um, meaningful, most positive, most productive self? Okay? So typically they're going to be able to tell you. And then what happens if you do this right is they end up telling you all the things that they need to work on and change. And then all you're doing is being their coach and working on the ways that you're going to be able to do that together. So you actually haven't delivered anything. You almost gave them like a psychotherapy type of approach where it's like, here you go. Tell me, you psychoanalyze yourself and then I'll come up with a constructive plan to do that to be better. Okay? So that is my advice on that piece. And if it's not that, then all you do, if they don't aren't aware and that doesn't work, then all you do is give them the message of what the intention is behind the meeting and why you're doing this message today and what you want to gain from it and be, you know, hyper present and also be willing to say, how do I, if this is the outcome I want to achieve from today, 
How do I work with you better to make this happen? What do you need from me as your leader to make sure that we are on the same path together? I know I'm not perfect either, and I want to be a better leader for you as well. So how do we do this together? Okay. And then my last point, and I think that this is a really important one, is almost what I call like, don't be Tyra Banks. <laughs> so uh, has anyone else seen like America's Got Talent or like watched America's Top Model growing up? Or I'm sure many of you that have watched these different shows that have these judges, The Voice, et cetera. Certain times people are so obsessed with themselves that they only can relate things back to themselves in a story. So they'll even be giving hyper-constructive criticism and then be like, oh, well, one time I did this or one time I did that or one the way I would fix this or the way I do this. And I don't think it's intentional and I don't think all people are like innately narcissistic in leadership. It's just people are trying to relate. They're trying to grab words. They're feeling awkward. They're trying to create a story or a line or it gets super, super awkward. But you don't want to do that because it actually makes the person that you're sitting down with feel a whole lot worse and makes them feel like shit and makes them feel like, wow, you're this high and almighty and you've gotten through the other side in a minute right now, even if it's a bad story about yourself as a leader. So I guess my point is if you want to share something that is relevant and again, like have to do self-awareness, one, check relevance, two, if it really is, you want to be able to say a story that parallels exactly what they're going through and ask them if it's helpful to share it, right? So rather than making it all about you, being able to say, I completely appreciate that the conversation that we just had is tough and I want you to know you're not alone in this. I've certainly been in your shoes with my leaders. Is it helpful for me to share a story that just walks you through You know something that I went through that was similar in my career when I was first growing through it and kind of the outcome? Or is that not helpful in this moment? Because if they're welcoming it and you're doing it from a tone and a voice of, I'm in your shoes, I've been there, I'm here as your leader to help you through it, I want to pull you out of this, it's a very different conversation than you just relating whatever you can to yourself, okay? So that's my drop for today. I hope this is helpful all around leadership advice and how to do it in a way that's not harsh and how to do it in a way that's most constructive and how to do it in a way that provokes the most meaningful outcome. So remember your pre-work, how do they receive feedback and what are you trying to achieve? What is the outcome that you are trying to achieve in doing this today and now and why? Okay. And when you're focusing on the scariness of the topic, maybe it was really important because you're not achieving an outcome, but you keep pushing it back. That should also drive you to get the confidence to do it sooner. Okay. And then when you're in the meeting, setting the tone as to that agenda of what you're trying to achieve and the reason why you're having this conversation, letting them know if it's going to be a hard combo and being transparent and being honest about that and really hyper being attuned with their self-awareness because oftentimes they'll be able to tell you for you. And last but not least, don't make it all about you as the leader. Really make it about them. That's it today. Have a good week, everybody.